When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. He was brought up in Littleton, but he saw the light. He moved to Auckland. He won a dinghy class world championships back in the 1970s, twice New Zealand Sailor of the Year. These days, the voice of the America's Cup. He's still a hardcore Crusaders fan. Peter Lester joins us. Peter, good afternoon. Welcome. G'day, Watto. How are you? Great introduction, I thought. Yeah, very good. Very good. It's a bit like a, a spent record, though, isn't it? Oh, well, a little bit, Peter, a little bit. Peter, hey, look, you've uh, been down to Team New Zealand today. Question I've got for you, mate, uh, just to get some clarity. How much of Team New Zealand is in Barcelona and how much is still here in Auckland? And if there is Team New Zealand here in Auckland, what are they doing and how is it benefiting Aucklanders? Oh, well, you know, I'd almost say 95% in Auckland. And um, they've actually moved into the um, INEOS space from the last cup um, down in the in the Winyard Quarter, and I, I walked in with an open mind, to be honest. And wow, it's impressive. You walk in, the place is clinical. It, it, it's like a um, a, a surgical library, uh, um, you know, a, a surgical um, doctor's surgery, spotlessly clean, and people are pretty focused. So it looks to me in there is uh, there's a hell of a lot more designers and engineers than there are sailors. Uh, certainly Burley and Turk and Josh Jr. and uh, Nathan Alfred were wandering around doing their thing along with Ray Davies on the, on the sports side. But, but without a doubt, the mo- at the moment at Team New Zealand, the focus is on um, the technology. And you've got to remember, they've got to start building this new boat. They're only allowed to build one for the next America's Cup. But they'll start building that thing probably end of April, May next year. So right now, the decisions that are being made within Team New Zealand and within all the America's Cup teams will really seal their destiny, um, how successful they will be in Barcelona, what, in just over two years' time. Mm. So basically the majority of the business um, is still here based in Auckland and that boat will be built here in Auckland. And what about the test boats? Yeah, they've got a test boat in the shed. Um, The test boats, the, the one design test boats that they have got were designed by Team New Zealand, and that's an option for all the teams to pick up that 40-footer. Uh, and that's the boat that's got a half-size boat. That's the boats that will be used as one design in the Youth America's Cup and the Women's America's Cup. But um, Team New Zealand have got the first one. It's been here. It's been certainly rumbling around the, the golf, and, and it looks impressive. Uh, but they're obviously at the moment doing quite a big um, a, a big analysis and possibly some changes to that boat, maybe taking it out of one design into uh, 
into the um, development stage for them. So that's sitting in the shed, and um, they, there were a hell of a lot of people working on that. But more impressively was upstairs where the designers are, and that is a big organisation. Um, and that they they were hammered down, absolutely hammered down doing their thing. In terms of benefit to Auckland or in New Zealand, I mean, all of the Team New Zealand bits that are going on now will be designed and built uh, and developed in, in New Zealand. So the majority of their their work and their return, you know, to, to the boating industry is happening in Auckland with the likes of Southern Spas that make the masks, North Sales that do the sales here, um, SeaTech who do some of the um, real high-tech carbon fibre work. They, they're out in Henderson. They, they will be frantic at the moment manufacturing for Team New Zealand. Uh, what about some of the other syndicates? Are they having any of their boats built here? Is there any sort of uh, mandatory um, rule that says the boats must be built in this country? No, essentially you've got to build the boat in your country. So the, the only boat that will be boats that will be built here uh, will, be, will be that New Zealand boat. And they've got a separate facility in New Zealand that's over on the North Shore. And, and they had that for the last America's Cup where Sean Regan and the, the boat building crew um, they won't be far off getting underway on that new boat. Yeah, yeah. So the test boats, okay, they're scaled down, they're forty foot, but how much can we read into the design of those versus the design of the final boat that comes out? A lot, a lot, especially in the systems on board, the systems that drive the foils, the system that, that drive the hydraulics to do, you know, the the trimming of the sails. Um, uh, that could be one of the keys to the door in terms of the next America's Cup. But what's really noticeable is a few boats going in the water at the moment of these 40-foot designs. So remember the America's Cup boat is 75 feet. These boats are 12 metres, so they're just on 40 feet. Um, the New Zealanders have got that. They were first to, to put their boat in the water, and, and that's done, what, two or three weeks here sailing. Um, the Italians, so Luna Rossa, have launched their first test boat, the 40-footer, um, and and that looks very, very similar for my eye to what uh, to Ruhatai was that won the America's Cup here for Team New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So it's a scaled-down version. And just overnight, in fact, the English Ineos, that's Ben Ainsley and his team, they have launched also a 40-footer, half-size boat, mm-hmm. test bed. Um, so there's a, a fair bit going on at the moment in America's Cup circles with everyone working to that timeline of when they start building their new boat because they can put the boat in the water, they can test and develop, and then they're going to make some decisions of what direction they go um, for their their race boat, which they'll start building mid-next year. How much intellectual property can your opponents, can the America's Cup challengers steal from looking at these design boats? I mean, what can, what information can you gain from them? Equally, Team New Zealand looking at, say, what Ineos have just done. Oh, a lot, a lot, because what what's happened under the rules of this next Cup, which has never happened before in the America's Cup for, for, that, that I can remember, they've opened up reconnaissance. So that means that each challenging group and the defender Team New Zealand they have to, the independent from the teams, they're running a reconnaissance program. And that data that comes from those independent reconnaissance 
experts, and they, they're from an engineering background, that then is published to all the America's Cup syndicates. In fact, if you're a yachting buff, it's, it's online as well. You can dig in there and have a look. So that means anything that's going on at the moment that's out in the public domain, out on the water, very quickly, like 24 hours after they've been on the water, is made publicly available. Uh, so that means what's going on at the moment is out there. The other interesting thing that I, that I learned this morning, and I'd heard whispers of this, is that, um, um, you know, Drive to Survive, the Formula One program that's yep. so popular on Netflix, something similar is happening for the next America's Cup. And my understanding is the teams will have to, be, under the protocol, allow the drive to survive within each syndicate to be made available. Now, that program will, is underway already, and, and when, that, when that series of, it's going into production, when that comes out, and I'm sure it will come out just before the America's Cup, that will be fascinating, because you cannot hide from what you're doing under the new protocol. Yeah, but, but should it be too late then to make the changes, won't it though, Peter, or, or will it? Yeah, too late then. Too late then. Yep. That, that's when we, you, the, the likes of you and I will see it. But but certainly, if teams are getting reconnaissance from other teams at the moment in the public domain, that could influence the designs that we will see next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've, we... made, they've made the event a lot more open. Is, mm. is I guess is what, in short, is what mm. we're trying to uh, what they're trying to do. Okay, the Swiss boat Alinghi, they've aligned themselves, I think, with Red Bull Formula One. What are they? How are they going to benefit from an F1 allegiance? Where's that technology? What area are they kind of focused oh, on? I think it's a threat. It's a threat to the other challenges, and it could well be a threat to Team New Zealand um, if Alinghi are successful to get through to the America's Cup. And, and let's not forget, Alinghi have won the America's Cup once, and they've defended it. So they are formidable. And um, so Now, Alinghi bought the New Zealand uh, boat one, and, and that's what they've been designing. As a new team, they're allowed to sail their boat one uh, and, and to try and get them up to speed with the, the other existing America's Cup teams that were in Auckland. So they've had boat one in Barcelona, out on the water, uh, and they've been rumbling around. Looks to me as though they've been having a few control issues with the boat, um, which means maybe they didn't get the, the, the control package that the New Zealanders developed. But um, they will get there very, very quickly with the help of the technology, I'm sure, from Red Bull. Uh, Peter, a lot of people listening to this are going, why are we making it such a level playing field? Why are we having so much transparency? We're already taking this to Barcelona. We're going to be in unfamiliar waters. Do we actually want to win this thing? I mean, let's be honest, the America's Cup's always been a little bit of skullduggery. It's never quite been a level playing field. Oh, this is only the bits we know about, though, mate. You know, there'll, there'll always be stuff that... that, that that is a little bit um, kept under the radar. The reality is that with the way technology is now, with the way social media works, with the way the transfer of information around the world, you might as well open it up because it's going to get out there anyway. Uh, and, and I think with the competition from the likes of World Rally, you know, when the uh, World Rally cars were here, which I thought that coverage was brilliant, if you don't jump on this train that Formula One have been forced into, uh, World uh, Rally Car Championships, they've been pulled into it, and, and the America's Cup is heading that way as well. And it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating story because of the technology and the mm. people that develop that technology. Yeah, and Team New Zealand have always said that, and I know Sir Stephen Tyndall, head of the warehouse, who was a lot part of in the background, he's always said that, that Team New Zealand, it's not a, this is not a, a sporting syndicate, this is a technology company. 
Oh, without a doubt. And listen, I, you know, I've been around this all my life, but just walking in there today, I thought, my goodness, it's, I didn't think really, how, how, how high can you raise the bar? There's no doubt it's a serious organisation. They're, they're a serious bunch of intellects down there. And, and it looks to me, I was, well, I was in there for about two hours this morning, I think they've raised the, hmm. the technology bar and the level of expertise bar possibly to another level. Hmm. Hey, Peter, I know you well enough and therefore I can joke a little bit, but when you walked upstairs and saw all the engineers and designers, did you feel a bit stupid? <laughs> Well, you know, I don't even need to answer that. You know what? I, I, know, I know I'd feel stupid. I'd be like, oh, I, oh, I feel a little bit inferior here. I'm not sure my intellectual uh, capacity is anywhere remotely deserved of being on the same floor in the same room, breathing the same air as yeah. these people. Yeah, There's some serious brain power down there. But you know what really struck me is how young they are? Yeah. They're, 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 you know, these people that are developing these tools and they're, they've got a hell of a lot of responsibility it looks to me as though they're just out of high school. Now, the reality is they're in their, their early, mid-20s, a lot of them. And Dan Berners-Sconi's been around the, the traps uh, along with Guillaume Verdier for a long time. But they've got a formidable design team. I, I wonder whether, in terms of the pecking order of America's Cup design and technology teams, I think Team New Zealand are still a click ahead of the others. Peter Lester, lovely having you on the programme, my good man. You enjoy the weekend of sport to look forward to. All the best, mate. Have a good one. Thank you. Peter Lester there talking all things America's Cup. Some interesting, um, yeah, some interesting developments. I know there's a lot of animosity out there towards Team New Zealand being off to Barcelona, but you can hear there that the yachting industry is still benefiting Team New Zealand. Most of their work is still being done back here in New Zealand. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91